I've made it. I'm on the paradise island of Koh Lanta, and I actually get to stay here at this luxurious beachside resort. Hey, I'm Achara, a 17-year-old girl from Krabby Town, Thailand. As amazing as this place is, I'm actually not here on vacation. Instead, I'm here to reunite with the boy I saved 10 years ago. I almost forgot he existed until last week when I came across a Facebook post by Thomas, a famous British swimmer, searching for the mystery girl who saved his life as a child. Thomas is currently in Thailand for business. So here I am, eager to finally see him again. I was waiting by the gate when suddenly sounds of rolling suitcases came from behind me. I turned around to see two girls about my age standing there. Hmm, who are they? Before I could say anything, the gate opened and a friendly woman invited us inside. According to Mrs. Danvish, Thomas's housekeeper, he had a training schedule in another city and wouldn't be back for a couple of days. Then she introduced us to each other. The short-haired girl is called Sarai and the longer-haired girl is Kanda. Dearie me, I must say that having three girls all claiming to be Thomas's savior came as a bit of a surprise. <laughs> but I'm sure the truth will come out in the wash. Until then, please all stay here and make yourselves comfortable. So, those two girls are pretending to be me? Unbelievable! But, no problem, Thomas would soon realize I was the one he was looking for and would kick those imposters out of here. I dropped my suitcase off in my room, then went downstairs for dinner. As soon as I sat down, Sarai spoke up. <clears throat> Stop acting, I know you two fakers are just pretending to be me so you can get your hands on Thomas's fortune. <laughs> You're the fake one! Curly hair and a mole? You really have done your study, huh? OMG, these two audacious girls were getting on my nerves. At that moment, Mrs. Danvish entered, followed by the waiter with a trolley full of the most delicious looking food I'd ever laid eyes on. Now that Mrs. Danvish was here, the two imposters immediately changed their frosty attitudes to their bright smiles and sweet as pie acts. <sighs> Ladies, please help yourselves to food and drink. Then tomorrow morning, after you've all been well rested, we shall have a little chat. Um, but how am I supposed to enjoy the food when I have these two vultures glaring at me? I quickly finished my meal, then rushed back to my room. I must be well prepared for tomorrow. The next morning, a maid escorted me out to the garden for breakfast. The other two girls were already there. On seeing me, Kanda scowled at me, while Sarai made a point of sawing her knife through her omelet. I was about to help myself to some breakfast when suddenly Mrs. Danvish appeared and said, Morning, girls. I hope you're all well rested. She sat down, then continued. Now to the main point. I'm rather curious and was wondering where you first met Thomas. Easy. It was here on this island when I was 10 years old. I was collecting shells on the beach when I met him. Busted. I was only seven years old then, imposter. Gee, a careless move over there, Conda. Thomas clearly specified in an interview that he'd been eight years old and the girl who saved him was a year younger. Yes, I met Thomas when I was seven years old. At that time, my father was a helmsman. I often followed him here, and once I spotted Thomas sitting alone on the beach. Feeling bored waiting for my dad, I came to say hi and hang out with them the whole day. That afternoon, Thomas got a cramp while swimming and he would have drowned if it wasn't for me. I saved him, then my father and I took him to the hospital. Mrs. Danvish just listened silently, and when all three of us had finished answering, she said, Indeed, the girl in question was seven at the time. So, Conda. No, I just misremembered. 
See, I was only seven at the time. I could easily get confused. Mrs. Danvish didn't say anything more after this, but I saw this knowing look in her eyes. Then, that night at dinner, there were only two places at the table set, and Conda never made an appearance. Seems like things are getting serious. The next morning, I was making the most of my time here by lounging around on the beach, reading my favorite book, when someone blocked out the sun. I looked up to see Sarai smirking down at me. Enjoy yourself while you can, as you'll be the next to leave. As if! You may have memorized all the information from the newspapers, but that's not going to be enough to fool Thomas. You. I saw the fury in Sarai's eyes as she raised her hand to slap me. But, huh? Someone stopped her. Standing in front of me was a tall, handsome guy. Wow, who is he? Miss, violence is not the answer. <laughs> who are you to lecture me? Actually, I'm Eli, Thomas's assistant. Sarai tutted under her breath and then strutted off. Um, are you okay? I'm fine. I just don't know how someone has the nerve to lie like that. We continued talking as we strolled along the beach. Eli mentioned how I was exactly as Thomas had described me. Seeing as Eli seemed to be on my side, I took the chance to ask him more about Thomas, such as what his favorite foods, colors, and movies were. Yesterday I spoke to Thomas's housekeeper, Mrs. Danvish. She seems to know a lot about him, doesn't she? That's right. She was Thomas's nanny. Due to their busy schedules, Thomas's parents were often busy, so most of the time Mrs. Danvish was the one taking care of him. He's very fond of her. Then Eli showed me a picture of Mrs. Danvish hugging a smiley, young-looking Thomas. Oh, so he had blonde hair when he was little? I was so lost in thought, I didn't notice a rock and tripped over it. Eli immediately reached out to study me. Then he asked if I was okay. Oh my god, what happened to me? Why is my heart thudding like crazy? That night, Sarai and I were sitting in the dining room having a stare-off as we waited for dinner. When suddenly, a man walked in holding two bouquets of sunflowers. Thomas! Oh wow, he looks even more handsome in real life. My best friend Dara should have been here to see this. I told her to come here, but she wouldn't listen to me. Before I had time to greet Thomas, Sarai rushed over and hugged him. Then she pretended to get all emotional. Finally, we're reunited. Not a day has passed when I haven't thought of you. Thomas awkwardly pushed her away, then scratched his head. Let's have dinner first and then talk about this later. The food looked delicious as always, but I had a job to do. Only, whenever I tried to say something to Thomas, that awful Sarai interrupted me. Since our first meeting, the image of a cute brown-haired boy has been imprinted on my heart. I noticed Thomas pause and exchange a knowing look with Eli. You mean blonde, right? She thinks you had brown hair because she's never seen you when you were a kid. And that just proves she's a fraud. Thomas looked at me, stunned, then turned to Sarai in disappointment as she blurted out, It's not like that. Please hear me out. Without letting Sarai finish her sentence, Thomas sternly said, You know, I can totally sue you for impersonation and fraud. If you don't want to get in trouble, get out of here at once. Sarai looked like she was about to cry as she stuttered helplessly, then quickly got up and left. Thomas then grabbed my hand, smiled, and said, Finally, I found you. So he's weeded out the frauds. But why do I feel so guilty when I see his cheerful face? And what about Eli? Why do I find myself wishing it wasn't Thomas holding my hand right now? <sighs> the next morning, I took Thomas to my hometown and showed him around. 
We were walking along the shore of the Krabby River when I saw Dara waiting. There she is. I invited her to join us. This is Dara, my best friend. Dara, this is Thomas, the guy I was talking to you about. Right then, my phone started ringing. Excuse me, I've got to take this. Go ahead, guys. I'll be right back. I quickly left, but did not forget to wink at Dara and whisper to her. I did my best. Now it's your turn. I took a stroll around the area and came back to see Thomas sitting alone, looking off into the distance. Hmm, where did Dara go? Seeing me, he stood up and said, Dora had something to do, so she left early. We should leave, too. On our way back home, I couldn't help but ask Thomas, So, Dora told you everything, right? What do you mean? Oh, well, she did tell me about some interesting spots in the town. Oh, man, that means Thomas still has no clue? Silly Dora. I put so much effort into bringing him here. Oh, hey, Achara. This suddenly came to my mind. When you took me to the hospital back then, do you remember what flower you gave me? Flowers. Hmm. He got me sunflowers last time, so it must be... Of course I remember. I gave you a sunflower. I wanted to cheer you up. I was expecting a nod from Thomas, but to my surprise, he sighed and said, Actually, I just made that up. There were no flowers at all. Thomas's words got me wavered. I didn't want to end up in a position like this. Fine. If Dara chickened out of telling him the truth herself, then I guess I just have to do it. Thomas, I'm... I'm sorry. Actually... And so, I told Thomas the truth. The one who saved Thomas that day was Dara, not me. And she's in a pretty tough situation right now. Ever since her dad's accident that left him unable to take his boat out anymore, Dara's family were in terrible debt. So... When I saw the article where Thomas was searching for his savior, I tried to convince Dara to come forward, as he might be able to help out her family. But I can't do that. I can't let him see me in this awful state. He would presume I was only after his money. No matter how much I tried to convince her, Dara still refused to go and meet Thomas. And so I decided to disguise myself as Dara and approach you first. Then I planned to reunite you here. And she agreed to all that? No, she didn't. I carried things out all alone. I kept asking Dara for more information about the past and then spent all my savings on hair appointments and makeup to fake a mole like hers. Then I lied to my parents that I was participating in a summer camp and went to Colanta. I also arranged to meet her here today, but I guess she's still not ready to talk to you. Actually, when I saw Dara, I felt this strange connection toward her, but seeing the way she left like that, Maybe she doesn't want to see me again. Oh no, what had I done? I want to bring them together, not drive them apart. Are things really just going to end up like this? It's been three days since then, and now here I am, nervously waiting for Dara in the airport lobby. I'd asked her to meet me here, but this doesn't look good. Does she really not even bother to say goodbye to me before I leave the country? Achora, seems like Dara isn't coming. I'm sorry, but we have to go. I gave a solemn sigh and pulled my suitcase when suddenly I heard someone call, Wait up! Achara! I turned around and saw Dara running towards me. Oh boy, what a relief! I quickly hid away my smile and put on a sulky expression. Oh, you're here? Thought you wouldn't come. Anyway, my boyfriend and I are off to London to meet his family. They're really eager to meet his savior, right babe? Thank you for coming to send me off!
Dara gave an awkward look. Then she took my hand and led me over so she could whisper, Achara, can I talk to Thomas in private for a minute? Yes, my plan worked. I turned to Eli and gave a thumbs up. Then we rushed off and left Dara and Thomas to talk alone. <laughs> Did you really think I would let those two idiots give up on each other so easily? No way. I had discussed it with Thomas and planned to fake a cheesy farewell at the airport, and voila, Dara finally realized her feelings for Thomas in this hit-or-miss moment, and the two of them had a happy reunion. Yay! So, what about me, huh? Well, you don't have to worry, because I might have scored this cute, handsome assistant right here. <laughs>